the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the point of conception until well into adulthood, mothers spend a good part of their time stressing over the welfare of their children. Join us today as Pastor Ander offers a word of comfort to mothers in this message, God's Prescription for Mothers in Stress. He'll be speaking from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. Good report, virtuous, and anything that's praiseworthy. I've never seen so many people enjoying bad news about other people, rejoicing in the fall and failures of others. Can't wait to see people fail. Can't wait to say, sick them, God. Listen, that's what will bring you down. You need to focus on those things that will lift your spirit, restore your sanity, make your mind whole again, and that's focusing on things that's praiseworthy and honorable to God. Number three, if you're going to be relieved, relieved of stress, increase your time being quiet and sitting in the presence of God. Increase your time being quiet and sitting in the presence of Almighty God. Psalm 1611, 1611a says, you will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. Uh, not in social media, not television all night, can't even cut it off. Some of you, uh, you live by the light of television, two o'clock in the morning, you sleep, it's on, and that stuff, it turns devilish if it's not already devilish when you're watching it, and then it goes into your subconscious, and it begins to work in your spirit, with the, and Satan begins to wipe you out with things you put through your eye gate and your ear gate. Don't expect, expect stress reduction apart from sitting in the presence of God. This means you have to turn off the television. Now, that's a mountain to do right there with a lot of people. You say, what? Yes. Turn off the cell phone and other technology that Satan will use to run interference on spending time in the presence of God. You must seek out a quiet Place, And that's difficult even in many homes today. A quiet place at lunchtime. Maybe you have to go and let the window down and sit in your car. Go find a tree. There was a time, sometime when I was working at different places in the secular entity, I would go sit in the stairwell and just be quiet. Talk to the Lord in prayer. Open your Bible. Allow the word of God to minister to your heart. Doing so will cause you to experience the fullness of joy, of God's joy, which will de-stress you. Psalms 119, 116 says, I will delight myself in your statutes. That's the word of God. 
the law of God, the word of God. I will not forget your word. Some of you have forgotten the word. You don't, you don't, you don't bring your Bible, you go back, you have a hissy when you leave your cell phone, but you don't have that same hissy when you leave your Bible at home. Who is God in your life? Is it the cell phone? Or have you gone back to get that Bible because you can't live without it? Psalms 1, chapter 1, verse 2 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. To get to day and night meditation, you have to screen out a lot in your life and in mine too. Psalms 119, 143 says, It's the text of today. As pressure and stress bears down on me, I find joy in your commands. When I'm under pressure, when I'm stressed out, get the book of God, the book of life, and begin to read the pages of the Psalms. Begin to read the pages of Proverbs. Begin to read the the pages of Ecclesiastes. Begin to read the pages of the Gospel of John. Begin to read the pages of Philippians. Begin to read the pages of James. Begin to read the pages of Scripture. And God will set your heart at ease. He will calm you down and give you inner tranquility like only he can give. Number four, don't confuse being busy with being spiritual. That's a big one. Satan uses this. Don't confuse being busy with being spiritual. It is not the will of God for you to cram your life and schedule with so many things to the point that you end up stressed out, which, which leads to spiritual dryness, spiritual staleness, and in spiritual regression. Refuse to define yourself by a list of those things you need to do or a list of those things that you're doing. When people, people come to you, how you doing? Well, I've done this, 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 and I did. Then you go back four weeks ago, and I've done this, this, this. To make you, look, look wait a minute. I, I, why can't you just say, I thank God as well? Refuse to define yourself by a list of things you've done or need to do, which is, listen, which is a subtle way of making yourself look important. And excuse me, but you ain't all that. (laughs) Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42 says, Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat, underline this, who also sat at Jesus' feet, and heard his word. And that's that's how you relieve your stress. She sat at his feet and heard him speak. But Martha was distracted by much serving. She was getting the the, the red beans and rice ready, the collard greens. She was getting the pork chops. You know, she she was stirring up all that stuff. I better get off that before y'all start getting your mind off the message. And, and then she was sweating in the kitchen, wasn't no air conditioning back then. And then she was getting all, she was just getting herself all tuckered out. And then she approached Jesus and said, Lord, 
Do you not care that my sister has left me in this kitchen alone to do all this work? Therefore, tell her to get up from your feet and come help me. Verse 41, I was par- that was my own little paraphrase that I threw in for clarity. <laughs> and Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha. Now, when God calls your name twice, have your parent ever had to call your name twice and you knew something was going to happen? My daddy, I remember at Friendship Baptist Church, I was a little, little boy, little boy had hair back then, but I was crazy sometimes. And, <laughs> and I would act a little naughty and my daddy up there with the choir robe, up in that choir, he would look at me and then he would say, and I better be up. He only raised raise his hand. I better move that way and be sitting down there. He just gave head language. And I knew I better be doing what he told me to do or there was going to be some action before we got to the house. Tell her to help me. And he said to her, Martha, come on now. Martha. You were worried and troubled about many things. Leave the spaghetti alone, girl. <laughs> leave the pork chops alone. Leave the, leave the ham alone. But one thing is needed, and your sister Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Some of y'all, I, 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 I got an I-6, I-7, I-9. So what? That ain't the good part. <laughs> That's right. Have you chosen the good part? But one thing is needed, verse 42, and Mary has chosen the good part, which will not be taken away from her. She was sitting at the feet of God. What a privilege. How many, how many people get to sit at the feet of God? She said, now you're talking about being in the kitchen. She's, she's at heaven's feet. <laughs> she's at eternal feet. She's at the feet of the Prince of Peace. <laughs> she's at the miracle Mighty working God, the everlasting father who said, let there be. And instantly it was. She was sitting at the feet of God. Mothers, you'll be wise beyond your days. If you would pull away from all those distractions and choose the better part and sit at the feet of God. Number, number five, mothers, you will be stressed if you allow television or social media to define you. If you allow people, television, social media, any other thing to define you. You, mom, belong to Jesus and you are his child. Listen to me closely, mothers. Your identity is in Christ. Did you hear what I just said? 
Your identity is in Christ. Don't receive or embrace words that will cause you to feel from anyone inferior, substandard. I don't care if it comes from your husband, it comes from your child, it comes from a coworker, it comes from a, a friend that you is really not a friend. Any words that make you feel inferior, substandard, unimportant, second rate, put down, or insignificant, you don't receive it. Don't embrace it. Be thankful. Mama, let me tell you something. You're not going to hear this in the world, but I want to serve this to you where you're not going to hear it otherwise. Be thankful for your motherhood in a culture that devalues stay-at-home moms. Be thankful for your motherhood in a culture that devalues homeschool. That's right. Be faithful. Be thankful in a culture that devalues your being a homemaker. You got the greatest job on earth. You, you must realize that you are the ones. You moms out there. You, you, you homemakers out there, you, you must realize that you are the ones who are shaping the future generation as well as the leaders of our nation. Come on. Amen? You are shaping my mama reared me, my daddy reared me and didn't know they were rearing a gospel preacher. And look what God is doing with me now. She was, she, she was a homemaker. I could smell the rice and gravy before I can get to 3510 Kaplan. And some of your kids have never smelled rice and gravy. <laughs> Mothers refuse to let anyone redefine you. Instead, receive from the scripture what God says about you because you have purpose and you have worth and you have value. Amen? Amen. Number six, when you get to those difficult places in life, refuse to put your eyes on your circumstances, which will cause you to worry and bring you stress. There'll be things swirling all around you, things oftentimes that you have no control over. But don't put your eyes on that. Keep your eyes on Jesus by faith. Allow uh, God and the scriptures to comfort you. Philippians 4, 6, 7 says, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus Don't put your mind on that difficult child. Don't let that child become the object of your focus. You allow Jesus to be the object of your focus. That husband that's challenging you, that husband that's lost, that husband you've been praying for 20 years, and and it seems like God hadn't moved. Let me tell you something. God is at work when you don't even realize it. So don't worry. What are the things mothers and, and anyone else worry about? Mothers, you worry about your children. You worry about the choices your children make. Many of you worry about uh, terrorism. Some of you, health, economy, death, bills, struggling with forgiveness. Others of you are worried about the future. Some of you, rejection, failure. How will I pay for my children's education, college education? I'm not good enough. How will I make it alone? 
now that my husband has abandoned me or died, relatives in the military serving in harm's way in other countries. Some of you worry about what people think of you. Some of you worry about the rising cost of health insurance, the inability to pay for your insurance needs, the insurance needs of your family. Some of you worry about the cost of living, such as food, utility, gas, childcare, taxes. What if my parents become dependent on me for support? Will I ever get married? Will I ever have children passing that exam? Some of you worry about cancer, sins of the past, being hurt again. What if my spouse commit adultery, dementia, Alzheimer's, layoffs, loss of income, and feeling guilty because of the necessity to have to work outside the home? That's a lot of lists I just called. There is absolutely nothing of benefit that comes from worry. You need to write that down so, so you will worry less. There is absolutely nothing, say nothing, of benefit that comes from worry. However, there are many liabilities if you succumb to it. Many liabilities. I love 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. It says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted. Once we've gone through our trials, then God uses those trials to equip us, to comfort us, and to be a comfort to others who will be one day right where you are. Next, there are times when those you love and serve are insensitive and don't express appreciation. Sometimes, and some, some of you all the time, there are times when those you love and serve are insensitive and don't express appreciation. It is times like these that you should strengthen and encourage yourself in the Lord. Let me give you a wonderful scripture. Just jot it down if you can't get there. First Samuel chapter 30 verse 6 is a powerful scripture. And David was greatly distressed. Have you had times you, you've been distressed? For the people spake of stoning him, killing him. Because the soul of all the people was grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. They were taken captive. But look at this. Underline this. But David encouraged himself in God. Y'all, you need to find that scripture. And you need to hang on to it. And never let it go. Listen. But David encouraged himself in his God. In other words, my friends... Encouraging yourself through prayer and the word is important. It's so important for your spiritual and physical refreshment. Encouraging yourself through prayer and the word is so important for your spiritual and physical refreshment. Number eight, be mindful that a gentle and quiet spirit is very precious in the sight of God. Mothers, let me just help you out. And daddies too. What is precious in the sight of God is a what kind of spirit? A gentle and quiet spirit 
First Peter chapter three, verses three and four says, do not let your adornment be merely outward arranging the hair. You can have pretty hair and an ugly attitude. Man, you can have all kind of muscles all through your arms, busting out your shirts. But you don't know how to talk to your wife. And your children are afraid of you. And that's sad. It's not about the hair. It's not about the muscles. Not about wearing gold. What is gold and jewelry? And you, you won't even talk. Won't speak to one another. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. You will stress yourself out if you are habitually fussing and screaming at your spouse, at your children, at your co-workers, and at your friends. Some of you all don't have friends. Maybe it's because of how you treat your friends. Let me deal with screaming for a moment. Because I believe we got some screamers in the house. Why do parents scream? Let me settle you down. Write these four things down and you'll scream less. Number one, they were often screamed at as children. You picked it up from your mom and daddy. They were just screaming at each other. They screamed at everybody. I mean, they're just right next door. Ah! He's screaming. Just scream. So you, you pick it up and you, you carry it on into your family because that's, all, that's the way y'all communicated. Number two, they think that by speaking louder, they will be heard. And that's not true. Matter of fact, you need to tone your voice down. I was at his hill teaching a bunch of uh, college, young college students headed for college. And they were between the ages of about 18 and 22. And I was a lecturer all this past week. I guess I I taught many, many hours from Monday through Thursday night uh, teaching. And I, I develop a bond and everything with them. Before I, I taught first, second, third John, the book of Jude, and I would sit in the seat, cut on my mic, put my Bible up front, and they'd be talking and just routing and routing, and I would just sit there, and I looked, and I smiled. And I just smiled just a few, for a few moments. And after a while, there was a hush. I didn't tell them to be quiet. They knew I meant business, and I commanded to be heard without even saying a word. All I'm saying is people think the louder they get, they will be heard. Thirdly, they scream out of habit. Some of you just scream to be screaming. It's just what you do. Look, stop stressing yourself that way. And number four, they scream out of a sense of helplessness. They scream out of a sense of frustration and they scream out of, a, out of stress. They're stressed out, so they just holler. Parents realize that you can command just as much or more respect and authority by speaking directly, calmly, and softly. Now, now, if your name is John, I'm not talking to you. John, isn't this the third time I told you to do that? What's your problem, man? I believe you need a little help with um, obedience. Let me tell you something. The next time you don't listen to me, you will listen. You don't want me to make that next move, do you? You talk like that. And then sometimes let them have it in that tone. And you would teach them that, that, hey, 
I'm not raising my voice. You're not raising my blood pressure. And I'm not going to let you kill me. And you go and obey the first time. Colossians 4, 6 says, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Also refuse to play God in the life of your family by possessing a controlling spirit, which brings out additional stress. Some of you, listen, as your children grow older, start giving them more guidance. That time they get so old, they get so big and so tall They get beyond the whippings. You got to relate and connect with them another way. So you put away the strap. Just take the cell phone. Uh, Take the things that they like and say, you will not get it back. This week is gone for a week. Next time you do this, it's gone a month. The Word of God admonishes us to wait patiently on Him, and He will give us the desires of our hearts. We must pray, meditate, commune, and wait on God. We must fight against the I, me, and my right now syndrome that perpetuates today's society. God and God alone is the answer to everything. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at maranathaessay.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and so much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Hello, I'm Pastor Randa Draper of Maranatha Bible Church. We will be celebrating our 35th church anniversary with a gala on Friday, May 19th at 7 p.m., at the Marriott Northwest Ballroom in San Antonio, Texas. Contact the church office at 210-821-5683, extension 222, to purchase tickets. Gospel recording artist Micah Stampley will be our special guest. Attire is formal or Sunday best. Also, I will be singing and would love to meet you personally. Come celebrate with us. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.